When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't do anything I would do, and definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a there's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. With the first pick in the 2021 NBA Draft, the Detroit Pistons select Cade Cunningham. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. It's our one year. Anniversary, ayo! Dusumu, what's up, everybody? It's great to be with you as the NBA season turns the corner of the All Star game and heads towards a playoff race. Some teams tanking, some teams not. This is an episode that I had in mind to do two five buys lists, players to watch. Because some of you basketball card collectors and investors, that's who we are at Hoops and Cards, by the way. We can love all kinds of sports cards, baseball, football, soccer, but when at the end of the day, I'm here because of basketball cards, and maybe you're here because you're an NBA fan, but I'm looking at now two podcast episodes of players that as we run towards the end of season awards and as we think about the playoffs, these guys are worth watching. And first I want to look at, you know, this episode we'll look at sleepers and rookies, from the 2021-22 rookie class. This year's Donruss basketball just dropped. Rated rookies in the house. You gotta know who to look for and some names that, that maybe that dealer's never heard of. Let's get after it. Happy freezing Thursday here from Northeast Ohio in the USA. Thank you for listening wherever you are at. Uh, love getting notes or shout outs or comments from you guys. And uh, yeah, it, it the Rising Stars game, you got to see Kate Cunningham and some of these other great young rookies uh, show off what they can do. Last night, Jalen Green from the Rockets went off for 27 points. He's a, a roller coaster to ride up and down. If you've been paying attention since the, the draft or if you, you listen for big names or notice the big priced cards from this year's rookie season, you know, and there haven't been a lot. We, we have not had a lot of actual rookies. And I, I know there's Prism draft picks. I know there's Chronicles draft picks. I don't because they're in their college uniforms, a lot of people don't value them as highly, but they're often the first ones to release because Panini wants to sell product. And they know we all just want to get our hands on a Cade Cunningham rookie or a Silverado of Evan Mobley. Doesn't matter, you know, if it's uh, awesome yet or in his pro. Anyway, there are five rookies from this class that are just obvious that you could change the rankings from week to week based on how they play or what cards come out. And I think we all know their names. If you don't know their names, this is a good primer for you. I wanted to look at the 2021 
rookie class. So guys that were drafted last June or July, whatever it was, and uh, you know are just now starting to see their cards with their pro uniforms uh, dropping, getting available deals online or in person or on eBay, whatever. And uh, and so those guys, the the five obvious ones, I think. If I were to go in the order that they were drafted, <clears throat> it would be, this was the draft order. Cade Cunningham went number one to the Pistons. Jalen Green, number two, high-flying uh, wing guy to the Rockets. Number three, Evan Mobley went to the Cavs. Big man, great on defense, up and down offensively so far this year. Fourth, Scotty Barnes. Scotty with a Y, Barnes, went to the Raptors. And they surprised everyone by not taking the guy who went fifth, Jalen Suggs, to Orlando. All five of those guys are getting significant minutes on their teams right now. All five of those guys have, you know, Hoops Inc. autograph rookie cards that people are buying because they have their uh, uh, pro uniforms. I think that's one of their first cards with the pro uniforms on. But Hoops aren't so sought after, not as highly valued as what just came out, Don Russ. So now you have the pro-uniformed rated rookies of Cade, Evan, Scotty, Jalen, and, well, Jalen. A lot of, lot of Jalens. It's time to get your Jalens on, like the Brunson burner. I got my Jalens on. That's for you, Honus, if you're still listening. But there's five, so those five are kind of the obvious, the big names, the the big prices. And, and sure, if you can get those guys at a discount or on a good deal or somebody's motivated to sell, I would certainly look for not their base cards. I would look for like the, the anything numbered, anything autoed, anything that says the word laser, <laughs> like Don Russ's laser hollows. Those are beautiful looking cards. If they're centered well, they're worth grading. But those five rookies should be um, in your in your brain when you go to the card shop or in your brain when you go to the store. And, uh, you know, if you see a, a Jalen Green, Don Russ rated rookie in a dollar box and it's centered, go ahead and grab that thing. Those five are obvious, but I, I want to make this episode for the rest of us who like to prospect and buy, you know, the, the sleeper picks, the guys who aren't so famous, the guys who didn't get picked in the top five, but they're playing. And they're balling right now. And I've got seven or eight guys where I'm like, dang, most most guys that own sports card stores don't know that guy. Or they're just now hearing about that guy, that player. And you might be able to find deals on their rated rookies online. You might find extra good deals on some of their, you know, I talked about it, autograph cards. The special or numbered rookies that could be at a better deal than... Uh, than the bigs. So, so yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's get to the sleepers in a minute. Here's Barnes, quick move, driving. Vicious and quick. Here's Barnes, quick move, driving. Vicious and quick. That's a high roller, dog. All right, so between segments, I did a little bit of recent review of those five rookies that I just I just 
said were obvious, like top five, these are the players to watch, their careers, their values moving forward. And I would stand by all those names, still do, they're the obvious ones. But I, I was looking to see who who is the leader in the clubhouse right now for rookie of the year, because I think that will matter for us as basketball card. And that's going to be a big, uh, big addition or a big, just, just that kid's name, that guy's name is going to be in the news. And he will have separated himself from the others just by winning that award. So there may be a short-term uh, flip opportunity or a, just a investing opportunity in that guy that's going to be rookie of the year. And, you know, if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I would have said, well, duh, Evan Mobley, because he's been consistent, awesome defensively, pretty good on, on offense, surprisingly mature for his age. Uh, starting for the almost the entire season, unlike some of these other guys that, uh, you know, Cade Cunningham was out with an injury. Jalen Green has been wildly inconsistent. Jalen Suggs was out and backing up Cole Anthony a lot. So Scotty Barnes, on the other hand, has been playing great. But I looked at what those guys have been doing for the last four or five weeks. And let me just say that none of those players has stepped up and, and taken a hold of the race. Uh... Cade Cunningham has put up some more numbers, but his shooting percentage is awful. If you look at it, if you look at that's that's common for a lot of rookies that get rushed into starting roles. They, they're shooting less than 40% from the field, which is terrible, terrible, Cade. So don't be, I got to watch this too. I, you can't be swayed by one good game or one great game where these guys get 25 or 30 or whatever. Uh, because look at what they've done for three weeks. And and Cade has laid a lot of bricks. A lot of bricks, Cade. We need to cut down on those if you want a chance at Rookie of the Year. Because I think it's still open. I think the race is still open. Evan Mobley, dude, has been on a scoring slump for most of the last three weeks. I don't really know what's going on there. I know that having Laurie Markinen back might have taken some of his shots. I also know he hasn't shot super well. So Evan Mobley has not you know, lock this thing up. Jalen Green, I thought was out. And uh, similar to Cade Cunningham, he hasn't shot the ball super well. So I don't see him as uh, a top candidate right now either. Now, especially being on a team like Houston where they have to play him. You got to play the young talent. Like Orlando has to play Jalen Suggs. He's been doing okay, but he's one of three or four point guards in the in the Orlando roster and uh, so he's not going to get starters minutes every game none of those guys has you know put their claim on this if if anybody of the top five Scotty Barnes is a guy to watch here as the season winds down and Toronto makes a playoff push and he has big nights and he's starting and playing a lot he fits so well what they want to do with a lot of tall, long-armed, defending wings who can shoot and score like OG and yeah, Scotty and certainly Pascal. So Scotty Barnes is a guy to watch, but I looked at his overall season numbers. They aren't any better than Evan Mobley's and Evan is a better defensive player. So Evan still gets the nod from me if you're doing those five players. But when we get into the, the five sleepers or the five guys that weren't in the top five, it's sort of like, well, Take a look at number six. And even though he plays in Oklahoma City where, yeah, they have to play the youth movement, a guy like Josh Giddy, that's who we're talking about, pick six. I love that phrase. Pick six. You know, 
it's a football term. Anyway, <laughs> Josh Giddy has done all the things for most of the year. Points, assists, rebounds, steals, uh, playing a leading role on a very young team along with SGA. They're fun, fun uh, duo to watch. But, uh, but here's what I would say about Josh Giddy. I did a little deeper dive on what he's been doing month by month. And uh, he did get to start earlier than a lot of these guys because he is on Oklahoma City. He gets more minutes, and I suppose his numbers are inflated. But he's earning it. And uh, he's, you know, he flirts with a triple-double anytime he plays 35 minutes. And that's, that's exciting. That's fun. Uh, his numbers, here's my, here's my thing. Here's my case for why Josh Giddy could wind up as the rookie of the year. If the other guys kind of stubble, stubble, if they struggle or stumble, or if they have enough stubble on their face, <laughs> Josh Giddy, who has improved every single month from November, December, January, February, March, his shooting percentage has gotten gradually better. His scoring totals have gotten gradually better. His rebounds have gotten gradually better. The more he plays, the better he gets, the better he shoots. I'm not seeing that with Jalen Green or Jalen Suggs or Scotty Barnes. I am seeing that with Josh Giddy, and it's impressive. And it makes me say, what if he improves a little more in March? And what if he improves a little more in April? Then we're talking about actual triple-doubles. None of this 16, 8, and 8 stuff. He's going to be getting 18, 19, 10, and 10. And that's, that's a case for rookie of the year. Doesn't matter if you're on a horrible non-playoff team. If you're getting close to triple-doubles, starting and playing 35 minutes a night, staying healthy, improving every month, uh, turning heads, you know, people love watching this kid play. So that's a guy who, yes, he's in my, like, spoiler alert, he's in my top five sleepers. For those of you who don't really pay a lot of attention to the NBA, this guy, you know, and if you do, it's like games that are on TV or ESPN highlights. Often Oklahoma City is not in the highlight. They're not on the ESPN top plays. He is not getting headlines and uh, was not, you know, no huge party thrown in Oklahoma City. But if you're in Australia where he's from, Josh Giddy is a player to watch. And right now, I would say it's a three-man race for Rookie of the Year. And I can't put these in order right now, you know, just yet. Josh Giddy doing great on a non-playoff team is one. Evan Mobley doing great, mostly defensively, on a playoff team that is resurgent. And he's the anchor of their defense. That's his case for this award, Rookie of the Year. But also, uh, my man, Scotty Barnes. You can't rule him out because he's been showing up and showing out since the very beginning of the season. And his numbers... They're looking really good. So all three of those guys would be my top three candidates. You can't really call Josh Giddy a sleeper, but he is going to be on this list of, hey, if you don't follow the NBA and if you didn't watch the top five picks, or you only watch the top five, only watch the top five picks, then you might have missed him. Hey, everybody, real quick, shameless plug for Hoops Plus. It's a great way to support our show. We've been at it for a year. Love the support of our fans and friends around the world. Hoops Plus is a way to support the show and get extra content. So I usually put out one or two Hoops Plus episodes extra a week that you get exclusive access to. You get the chance to win prizes like the All-Star Prize Pack 
from February that my man Cody from Detroit. Cody, congratulations. You are the winner. Thanks for getting me your address there on Instagram. I will get that out to you. The all-star prize pack with some swag and some cards. And hey guys, if you want to join Hoops Plus today, it's just $4.99 a month. That's cheaper than a kid's meal at Sonic. $4.99 a month gets you more contact or content, excuse me, more contact for sure in the connection in the community on the Discord and a chance to win prizes and be cool like Cody from Detroit. So if you want to join Hoops Plus, and I I tell you, now is the time to do it, man. Playoffs, rookie of the year race, playoffs, and new card releases coming up. Get in on this. Go to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe or check out the show notes. I'd love to see you join Hoops Plus, especially now as we're creating more swag getting into our second year of building this thing. Let's do it. Hoops Plus. Guys. Since I already gave away one of the top guys to know from the sleepers in this rookie class, I might as well, instead of counting down five to one, I'm going to go from one to five. And not that you even need to rank these guys. I think all five of these guys are lesser known or their names might be recognized, but people just don't realize, hey, uh, this guy has shown off a lot more talent, ability, embrace of just the difference in the NBA game. And so number one right now, guy that I'm looking for in rated rookie boxes or deals on eBay as far as a parallel rookie, an autograph rookie, and I'm talking mainly the pro uniforms. Guys, I'm not, I probably already said this, I'm not interested in college uniforms unless it's an autograph or silver auto, and uh, and so now's the big time when the new releases are going to be coming out. Everybody's going to celebrate their Cade, their Evan, maybe their Scotty Barnes, maybe even their Josh Giddy. but the number one sleeper rookie And if you have been paying attention to what's happened in the Eastern Conference lately, Cam Thomas from the Brooklyn Nets. And you guys know, if you've listened to this podcast very often, I don't usually talk about the Brooklyn Nets. And if I do, it's like, I don't like them. (laughs) Not that I don't like them personally. I'm sure they're great guys. It's just that uh, Kyrie's inconsistent, unpredictable, the whole James Harden trade rumor, blah, blah, blah. Now they got Ben Simmons. Great. Like that's going to fix their egos and their, their lack of chemistry. And Kevin Durant, he's awesome. Like he's worth investing in long-term, but I just, he's not one of my favorite guys. So I don't talk about Brooklyn all that much, but Cameron Thomas over the last 10 games, the guy that fills in a lot when Kyrie can't play but because of the vaccine status and all that. Uh, he's averaging 17.3 points a game over his last 10, according to DougStats.com. Thank you, Doug, whoever you are. You rock. I know you're not doing it for the money. It's probably just an algorithm, but the site is just raw facts. And yeah, sometimes I am Boxcore Bob or whatever. Boxcore Bob. <laughs> Boxcore? What? I like Cam Thomas a lot. He's gotten a ton of minutes, decent percentages. Remember, I I just told you how sometimes young players struggle to adjust to the new three-point line or the pace of the game, or they're just jacking up lots of shots. They don't have their legs under them yet for an 80-game season. Cam Thomas seems to be one of those rare exceptions, like in the vein of Tyrese Halliburton. 
And it's been impressive because I think Cam was like the 27th pick in the draft or so. And so not on, you know, too many people's radars, but he has filled in well, extremely well. And, and I'm sure if they didn't realize he would do this, they would have gone out and acquired another point guard. You know, somebody like a Rondo or Schroeder or some of these guys that were moving around at the break, you know, they would have signed, what's his cheese, DJ Augustine or whatever. So Cam Thomas is a player that a lot of dealers don't know so much about. And he was not highly touted when these rookie, you know, rated rookies were chosen or stuff was sent to print. But he's playing uh, extremely well for a late first round pick and showing off lots of potential for the future. He's he's one of the reasons they didn't totally tank it with the, the Kyrie roller coaster and the James Harden roller coaster. Although Brooklyn is struggling. Let's not let's not sugarcoat it. At the same time, I think they have still the talent, the mindset that they're going to make the playoffs. No team with KD, Durant, well, it's KD, Irving, uh, Simmons, Aldridge. They, they've got a lot of decent players. If they get guys like Joe Harris back or whatever, they're, they're going to be, you know, if they get Kyrie, Kyrie back every, every game now. All that to say, I don't anticipate Cameron Thomas going to the bench and we never see him again. I anticipate Cam Thomas being that either starting next to Kyrie, yeah, I said it, or being their first guy off the bench to uh, to run the offense with the second team and just bring in a burst of energy. Good defensive player, good floor general, you know, gets a number of assists, but really a surprisingly good scorer for a low first-round pick. So Cameron Thomas is a guy, he lets me call him Cam. I, I, I like him a lot. And uh, so he's my number one sleeper in the class. Number two is Josh Giddy, And I already talked about him. So I feel like this is like extra credit bonus round, right? Josh Giddy improved every month this season so far. He is one of my top three contenders now for rookie of the year. I don't care that he's on Orla- excuse me, Oklahoma City and neither will the voters if his numbers look superior. Uh, again, it's the all-around game. If he was just like scored 20 points a night, then I don't know that he's. But it's his assists and his rebounds, his steals, his maturity, the play, the fun it is to watch him play. It's all that stuff. So Josh Giddy, and by the way, he is not a big secret. Okay, you're gonna see some Josh Giddies sell guys pricing the rated rookie base for 20 bucks. Well, I'm not paying that. I paid 3.99 on eBay for those. I got two of them a week ago. And, uh, you know, do I think that's a good deal? Hey, if it's well-centered, probably. But do I think he's going to be a cheaper buy, a better deal in June, July, August, and September? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So don't overpay for the giddies. I just love saying this word, giddy up. <laughs> don't overpay for them now, but do watch and see if there's buying opportunities now. And you know, some dealers don't know and he's in the dollar box and so are you. And it's just a match made in basketball card heaven. So I would also look for his deals on Josh Giddy in the summer, early fall. But if my man wins rookie of the year. Guys. Number three on my list of rated rookie sleepers is Ayo Dasunmu. I hope I said it right from the Bulls. 
And uh, there's a guy that if you're paying attention when Lonzo Ball went down and Kobe White was out for a while at the beginning of the season, uh, Ayo, Ayo, Bam Adebayo, Ayo Desunmu has been a breath of fresh air, super fast, good defender. Uh, When I said all those things about rookie guards not usually having a good shooting percentage, Ayo, Ayo is uh, breaking the norms with that 49% from the field over the last 10 games, averaging, well, not a whole lot of points lately, but he scores when they need him to score. In fact, being on a team where you've got Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Vucevic, and Kobe White now, like, Desunmu doesn't need to score. He just needs to play defense, run the offense for a while, and not mess up. And he's doing a great job of that, and the Bulls have a chance to go deeper in the playoffs. I think he is a surprise. Uh, What, like 38th pick in the draft, playing like this, and a guy that a lot of teams overlooked because he was a little older, maybe not as dynamic of a scorer, but he's had some games over 20 points. He's done some things. He's done some things. Just like number four, Jonathan Kuminga. Johnny Kumi. Jonathan Kuminga. Playing some great ball for the Warriors and averaging 14-plus over the last 10 games. Getting more... I mean, he he didn't play a whole lot in November, December. And, um, in fact, I'm nervous about investing in him because... Golden State, Steve Kerr seems to play the the hot hand or switch from young guy to young guy to young guy and not really sure who he wants to play a lot. Is it Jordan Poole? Is it uh, Kuminga? Is it more Clay Thompson or less? He's got a lot of young guys to, to work in and through the rotation. There's another guy I was thinking of that is not coming to my mind right now on that team that they use some, but maybe that's part of the problem is he brings in guys you don't even know They'll play nice. They'll play good for a while, and then he he pushes them back. But Kuminga, he was touted as one of the guys, like the best athletes in the draft. I believe he went seventh there to Golden State. And just raw, but very, very high ceiling, very talented as a wing player. So Kuminga is a guy that I think people maybe know because he's at Golden State, but a lot of people don't. So another under-the-radar guy, at least going into the draft, was Chris Duarte. Chris Duarte for the Pacers. In fact, I could have said several Pacer names here. Isaiah Jackson playing really well, surprisingly, and getting starts, and he made all eight field goals last night. But this is about Chris Duarte, who is a teammate of Jalen Smith, a second-year forward they just acquired from Phoenix, who had 15 rebounds last night, and his rookies might be had for cheap from last year's class. But this is about Chris Duarte. C. Duarte, as I like to never call him. He is uh, a guy that right out the gate in November started, played played a bunch, you know, took advantage of the often injured Pacers superstar lineup when they, you know, they didn't have T.J. Warren and they didn't have Karis LeVert and they didn't have Malcolm Brogdon and they just needed some scoring. So Duarte has shown through the ups and downs of this season that he's a good player in the NBA. First year doing this is, is very impressive. Uh, 14 and a half points a game over his last 10. I would say maybe like start to finish this season, he could be the most consistent, but also 
consistently like fourth, fifth, or sixth guy to see the ball on offense for the Pacers. And, uh, you know, an interesting player to watch moving forward. So he's number five. I had a few guys that, that, you know, didn't make the list. I mentioned Isaiah Jackson, Trey Mann. He's playing really well. He's uh, turning some heads over there in Oklahoma City. And maybe you know of some lesser-known dudes. Like, do I go with uh, Garrison Murphy? Is that the guy's name for Houston, who's been shooting a lot and hitting good percentages? Who do you think I have overlooked? I know there are some other sleepers that we missed out on here. So message me directly at Hoops and Cards. Again, this is Gary. I love that you guys are listening. Give me a shout out. Email with any uh, uh, questions that you might have. What rookies are you chasing? I suppose to sum all this up, my strategy so far with Donruss cards has been I'm waiting till I see quarter, 50 cent, and dollar boxes of those. And I'll probably stock up on any parallels I can find. So any of the colored or numbered cards, any press proofs that are that are cheap. I'm not going to overpay for stuff. But I do like those five guys that I've mentioned. And the five, the five at the top of the class, certainly Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, and Scotty Barnes. All those guys uh, are worth, you know, a long-term look. I don't really like Jalen Suggs overall because of the point guard log jam there in Orlando. And, and Orlando's not a good team. So don't even pretend they are. I'm more drawn to the long-term potential of Jalen Green. I've drawn to the right-now playoff involvement of Evan Mobley and A.O. Dasunmu. A.O. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe at the end of the day, Cade Cunningham will be the brightest, shining superstar of the class, like everybody thought he would. What is your investment strategy? Are you holding out, not buying Don Russ at all, waiting for Prism, Select, or you know, kabooms, whatever other cards these players might have. I just felt like saying kabooms because it's that kind of day. Working on Kuzma. This should be fun. Oh, it was fun. Jalen Green. <laughs> you see Jalen's athleticism on this. He's soft. Look at his patience. Rejects the pick and roll and go upstairs, big fella. Wow. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Hoops and Cards. At least five sleepers from the rated rookie class here this year. And, uh, you know, I'll take a moment to tell you about Darius Garland scoring 33 points the other night. Pretty sweet. And Tyrese Maxey becoming one of what looks like now it could be a big three. Throwing down 25 for the Sixers last night. James Harden looks, well, looks like he's James Harden again. John Morant looks like he's Michael Jordan or Allen Iverson again. I don't know what the deal is with that guy. He is incredible. And I mean, with that in mind, uh, tune in for our next episode coming up about five buys superstars. Carpe Diem sees the flying day. The superstars taking it to the next level. That is in our next episode. And if you want to catch some of these episodes between in the land of Hoops Plus, hey, check that out. The information is in our show notes. I would love, love, love to have you join in. There's always a special surprise that I mail to our new subscribers, so I, I just wish you would stop putting it off and uh, and subscribe. Join the Hoops Plus movement. 
Awesome. And you guys have a great weekend. I look forward to, actually, I might even stop at a card shop today. Who knows? Who knows? Rebound pulled down by DiVincenzo. Middleton out of the corner for three. And that's the third of the game for Middleton. Quick strike ability.